Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 177 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J, and let's do a show. <laughs> uh, as always, you guys know the routine. I'm going to be talking, uh, picking out topics to talk about, mostly headlines from the news, while I wait for you guys to call in. Um, for people that are new to the uh, topic, excuse me, to the uh, show, uh, I will take calls from just about anybody. Feel free to call in. I can't guarantee that I'm going to keep you on the line all that long. And if you don't want to call in, you can always communicate with me in the chat box. Um, that being said, let's get started. And as always, if I'm on, talking about an article, especially if I'm, you can hear me actually reading it, that means I'm not looking at the uh, Podbean uh, page, so I can't see you calling or uh, typing stuff to me. So and that, if that's the case, please be patient. I'll get to you as soon as I can. Uh, what do we want to talk about today? Uh, today was a good day, by the way. I uh, had almost no issues at all. Uh, I'm pretty happy about it. It comes and goes. Um, and I've, I've had like two or three good days in a row, so um i'm feeling pretty good about that <laughs> uh today was also a rest day so i got to sleep in an extra hour and not work out uh the entire working out thing is going very well thank you for asking <laughs> uh i actually gained like nine pounds in three weeks uh, which was too much by the way so i cut back on my calories some and i immediately lost like a pound and a half <laughs> so i'm currently at like 193 or some shit like that uh, but well on my way to my goal of 220 so tomorrow's leg day so all of a sudden i'm sad again <laughs> actually no leg day is not as bad as it used to be um it's certainly not my favorite day of working out but it's not the horror show that it was uh back when i first started this shit anyways let's see if you can't find something to talk about mysterious brain found wrapped in foil on lake michigan beach please say <laughs> oh a man in wisconsin made a disturbing discovery while searching for sea glass along lake michigan james Senda said he was walking, oh, excuse me, taking a walk along a beach at Myers Park in Racine Tuesday morning when he noticed something wrapped in aluminum foil. So he stopped and picked it up. That's your first mistake. <laughs> Mind your own business. Uh, curiosity got to me. So I popped it open and, and it looked like a chicken breast, kind of. Uh, it took a little bit for it to really register what was going on. Uh, Senda said the object appeared to be a brain, according to the outlet. And here's a picture. Yep, that's a brain. It's a brain wrapped in floil, foil with a flower uh, and what appears to be foreign currency. Uh, that's very interesting. <laughs> so, uh, oh, please have said, has said the medical examiner determined the brain is not human. Uh, it has not been report, reported what animal it's actually from, though. Uh, I don't have any way to have context to how big it is. So because it's just a, uh, a picture of uh, like the brain and, and the foil and like the wadded up money and like a flower all sitting there. Um, oh, we got a caller. Sorry about that, sir. Let me pick you up. Hello there, shithouse rat. <laughs> How are you doing today? Battling our goals. We're still searching for what we want to do in this life. And we're setting our goals higher than ever. Because if we fall short, you shoot for the stars and you land in the clouds, you're still up high. You're still getting, exa you're getting close to where you're trying to go. So we rocket launching. Uh, <laughs> to keep an eye out for the most important things podcast. I'm shooting for the stars with the podcast, the most important things podcast. I plan for that podcast to be side by side with the Joe Rogan experience. That's my goal, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do and work 
as hard as I can to reach as many people the positivity and the motivation that I want, that I want to share with the world that I think the world should be more focused on is motivation, positivity, love, support, voting for ourselves rather than creating a divide. That's even another story. But regardless, I hope everyone has a great day today, and I will talk to you soon. Wow. That was unexpected, unexpected to say the least. Um, so you guys are going to start picking on poor old Kev here, huh? Oh, well, well, that's nothing I can do about that. So <laughs> at least it wasn't about Ryan this time. Uh, but regardless, what do you guys think about the entire brain issue? Um, I, I assume it has to be some sort of monkey for it to look that close to a human brain. Um, but yeah, it's gross. Uh, let's see what else we have to talk about today. Uh, article says Chris Rock isn't mad at Jimmy Fallon for SNL blackface impersonation. He didn't mean anything. Well, you, you know, that's kind of what I assume uh, the attitude Chris Rock would take. Uh, he seems like a pretty reasonable person. Um, he said, uh, hey, man, I'm friends with Jimmy. Jimmy's a great guy, and he didn't mean anything. A lot of people want to say intention doesn't matter, but it does. And I don't think Jimmy Fallon intended to hurt me, and, and he didn't. So um, that's uh, a good attitude for Mr. Rock to have, I would say. Uh, let's see. He, he actually talked about other stuff. He asked what he asked whether he feels the wider push to expunge uh, blackface has been taken too far. Rock responded with, uh, "If they say they are, then I'm the worst guy in the world. There's literally only one answer that ends my whole career: blackface ain't cool." Okay, that's my quote. Blackface is bad. Who needs it? <laughs> he said, "It's so sad that we live in a world now where you have to say I am so against cancer." I just assumed you like cancer. <laughs> okay, I fucked up his joke. But yeah, I, you get the point that he's making. It's it's reached a point where when people ask you certain questions like that, you can only answer one way. Otherwise, it's going to fuck up your career. Oh, you, <laughs> you guys aren't even listening to me. You guys are still talking about the uh, the Kevin Barber call-in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was way more fun than the show has been uh, when I'm solo anyway, so I don't blame you. Uh Let's see what else we got to talk about today. Uh, yeah, we can go over this one, I think. Uh, I just saw an article today, or yesterday actually, that uh, Kroger's workers wrongly fired for refusing to wear aprons with LGBT logo, logo, lawsuit says. Huh. Kroger store giant Kroger is uh, accused in federal court of filings of violating the Civil Rights Act when it reportedly fired two employees who did not want to wear a store apron supporting the LGBTQ community. Huh. Um, the, according to the, uh, pro, according to the suit that uh, Kroger refused to accommodate the religious beliefs of Lawson and Record, the two people that are fired, and disciplined and terminated them because of their religious beliefs in, in, and in retaliation for requesting a religious accommodation. Hmm. Um... That actually sounds like it's a lawsuit that's probably going to go forward. Uh, oh, wow, we got Shithouse Rat again. Yes, sir. What did you possibly leave out of the last What is call? up, everybody? I hope everyone has a great day today. I want to make you a millionaire. Multi-millionaire, actually. $50, 60 days, $2 million. So if you want any further instructions, further um, information, please send me a dm i hope everyone has a great day today and i will talk to you soon <laughs> i hadn't listened to any of that stuff before is that actually what he put out holy shit man 
can't do that. <laughs> and he, he wonders why people were calling him a shyster on the uh, website. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> uh, poor K-Barbs. Poor, poor K-Barbs. He's certainly taken a shellacking over on the website lately as well. Um, I, I, last time he was on here, I told him, I was like, dude, you probably just shouldn't be on that forum. It's not the place for you. Um, but he's still back at it again. Uh, he's persistent. I'll give him that much. All right, let's see what else we got today. Uh, well, this isn't an article. This is a general note that I made. Uh, um, apparently, that Mike Tyson fight with uh, Roy Jones is still going on. Uh, t- much to Roy Jones's uh, reluctance, from what I read, uh, I saw an article the other day saying that he may he 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 said in an interview that he may have made a mistake. <laughs> I guess he's been seeing more of the Tyson footage and shit like that, and he realized what he's getting himself into. Now he he didn't say he was going to quit or anything like that, but he said right in the fucking article, "I have made a mistake." <laughs> so um, hopefully he'll come out the other side of that fight uh, um, with all his facilities. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, I was watching one, uh, an, a video with Tyson like a day or two ago where he almost hit his fucking uh, trainer in the face while he was uh, like hitting pads and it looked, it looked like it would have knocked him the fuck out. No problem at all. Um, and what was Tyson now? 53. Uh, I mean, it'd be really cool to see him come back into any type of competitive form. Cause it's always, since I'm getting older myself, I don't want to think that, you know, I can't do the stuff, uh, I did when I was younger. In my case, I actually can do this stuff. I can. I was younger because I'm one of those rare people that are in better shape now than when they were in their twenties. <laughs> so uh, I don't. I don't feel that loss that a lot of people my age are starting to feel because uh, I'm actually better than I was back then. Um, but for the average person, once you're in your late forties to like early fifties, that's when like you lose your edge, so to speak. That um, where you're just not quite the guy that you used to be anymore. And of course, there's exceptions to that. Look at. Uh, um, Mike Tyson, uh, rocks getting fucking in his late forties. I want to say, and he's still looking pretty fucking buff, but, uh, it, looking okay. And at, at a, uh, at that age is a lot different than competing athletically at that age as well. So, you know, like the rock looks fucking awesome and, you know, and I look fucking sweet, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I would have any kind of chance at all in an athletic com- competition with any kind of reasonably in shape, younger person. Um, and, uh, but the rock would be an interesting one to see, uh, how he would do athletically speaking against the, you know, uh, someone similar to his size, a, a lot, uh, a lot younger, but that's never going to happen. Obviously he makes tons and tons and tons of money just to look pretty for the most part. <laughs> it's kind of weird when you think about it, you know, uh, considering what a, you know, a fucking tough guy, I assume he actually is all wrestling is not an easy thing to do. You know, he was in football before that. But basically, at his stage of, of his life, all that working out he does to uh, you know get all buff and fit is totally for looks. <laughs> so it's kind of like you know uh, the same thing as like a beauty a contestant you know doing you know their routine to make sure that they stay good looking and shit like that. It's totally you know for the eyes now. God, we got so many people in the chat box. You know, I forgot to thank you guys for showing up earlier, so I'm going to do that now. Uh, I appreciate you guys being here for me. Uh, and for the show, um, feel free to call in if you guys got anything you want to talk about or suggest it on the chat box. Uh, I see we got a lot of the normal names here. Oh, Stray, how you doing, boss? I haven't seen you on here in a little while. Uh, Dragonoff, Sly, Clarence, Rainier, all the uh, normal suspects. Oh, the juicer as well. What's going on, guys? 
All right, now it feels like a show. Now that I got you guys hanging out, um, you guys should have been here yesterday. Yesterday's show fucking sucked. <laughs> For some reason or another, I, we had nobody listening. You guys all, everyone took the night off at the same time. We literally had like four or five people for like half the show. Uh, some people came in in the, in the second half, and I was lucky enough to have Tanner call in. But it was uh, definitely a different show than it uh, normally is. All right, well, while I'm waiting for one of you assholes to call in, we'll go on to the next story. Uh, it seems armed gangs are protecting property in wildfire, excuse me, in wire, well, why can't I say wildfire? In wildfire evacuation zones and are co- confronting people at gunpoint, Oregon police say. Well, that's a cool fucking story, isn't it? Apparently, armed groups are patrolling wildfire evacuation zones in Oregon to protect property and stopping individuals w- within the community. Um, uh, Clatamus County, con- con- God damn it. Clatamus County Sheriff Craig Roberts said at a press conference on Monday that police are seeing a group of different individuals that are actually trying to protect property. Uh, they've actually been armed and are stopping individuals with the community out there. Uh, the first thing the, the, the sheriff said this, uh, the first thing I'd ask them to do is please stop that. <laughs> we have reached out to a number of them. If they see someone suspicious, call us, let us handle it. It is illegal to stop somebody at gunpoint, which is good. I don't think you should be able to stop people at gunpoint, but that's kind of cool. Um, it's always, I mean, their hearts are in the right place. They're just trying to protect their property and their neighbor's property. Uh, but that's how you get people shot. It's, uh. Oh, and Rainer's, sorry, you guys are still talking about the K-Barbs call-ins. Uh, Rainer, yeah, that was a uh, uh, good imitation. I, th- I believe those are pre-recorded from a couple of the things these did in the past. That's why I said uh, I was surprised to hear that because I hadn't listened to those. He's put out a couple of videos on YouTube and things like that. I think he's been on another podcast as well as this one. So there's plenty of footage of, uh, of him on the Internet to use it uh, for that kind of thing. Uh, but I don't know, we, but we were talking about the Tyson thing. What do you guys think? Uh, do you guys think that's going to be any kind of competitive match? Um, is there going to be, do you think they're going to get a lot of people that will pay for it? I think they probably will get a lot of people that pay for it. It's just a, such a spectacle. Oh, we have a caller. Well, hello, Popeye. How are you doing today, sir? What's up? Ooh, you can are, you hear me at all? I can hear you, sir. You're real echoey, but that's just fine. How are you doing today? Man, I had to try to dig some damn headset out. Why is this thing going to limit its abilities by making you put headsets on? I don't know. Well, they, they do it to avoid the echo that you get, but if you can hear me uh, straight through your phone speaker. Uh, so avoid the echo that you're getting right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not, not that echo. You'll, you're, you'll hear like an echo of me through your phone because you know, your uh, microphone will pick up your head, headset. That's why they have you put on headphones when you call in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, this yeah. is an interesting idea. I remember when they used to do the uh, conference calls a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Someone told me about that. Then the, when uh, grad one uh, was graduate one was the guy to originally uh, suggest this podcast uh, back in March. Um, him and a couple other people mentioned that those conference calls back in the old day uh, as the idea for kind of like doing this. So while I wasn't part of those, it's uh, probably a pretty similar thing. Yeah, well, except for not as chaotic. <laughs> oh, it can be. Uh, you get about 15 callers in here all trying to speak at the same time and nobody, t- and then somebody just yelling random shit in the background and that would be about the same. <laughs> yeah, we've, I've had up to five or six people uh, calling at the same time, so it's been pretty active, but not quite that crazy. Yeah, it's the, but this is, this is a cool idea. I like it, man. And congratulations on, on putting this together. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. 
Uh, it's not it's not me mostly. Mostly I just sit here and take phone calls and let the interesting people call in and talk about their shit. Um, well, shit for you. Maybe I should get off and let an interesting person call in. <laughs> no, no, you're fine, sir. Uh, from what I understand, in addition to being an old school OGer, you also have a podcast. Yeah, I do. I do have a podcast. It's uh, it's mostly uh, childish garbage. <laughs> no, it's, uh, uh, I call, we call it the grab bag podcast because it doesn't cover any particular subject. It's just all kinds of crap. As a matter of fact, uh, Saturday, we're interviewing a couple, uh, I guess a triad that is uh, polyamorous. So oh we're going to have a whole discussion on polyamory and, and how that's any different than just having an orgy. Oh, cool. And how can people find your show? Um, we're on Stitcher and Google Podcasts and Uh-oh, lost you for that last part of it. I heard Stitcher and Google Podcasts, and then you cut out, sir. Well, that's because my stupid phone decided I was talking to it. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> so it's, it's like, here are some recommendations. Quit listening to me. Um, the So basically all the major platforms, right, right. Uh, the podcast is on. I've actually never heard of this Podbean, and the idea of being able to do some live ones is kind of an interesting idea, too. I wouldn't mind doing that. That might yeah, be yeah, fun. It, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, we did it because we wanted to have, have OGers be able to call in. Uh, the live thing was actually, you know, what we were going for in the first place. The fact that it records them and then you can put them out for later was kind of a secondary thing. Although I've gotten quite a few downloads lately, so it's uh, that part's taken out, off a little bit. But primarily, we're, I'm here for the live show. The chat box is always fun. Uh, and Podbean has its own little issues. But really, for doing like a live call-in show, I can't find anything that works even half as good. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. And what do you use for equipment? Just your phone or what do you got? Oh, no. Well, the, the host is off of a computer, although you, actually you can host off the phone as well. Uh, but I can host off of my computer. One of the few drawbacks of the Podbean app is you can't call in off of your computer. Well, you technically can. You can load a program called BlueStacks onto your computer and then it'll like emulate uh, itself into as a cell phone. And then you can run an app off of it. Uh, but you, then you're going through so many steps that it's kind of, it'll fuck with your audio. Uh, my co-host, when I had one, uh, d that's what he did. Cause he had a, a nice microphone set up at his house. So he thought it'd be kind of dumb just to use his phone. Uh, unfortunately using BlueStacks through all the app stuff is actually sound worse than a phone for the most part. <laughs> and yeah, and he had a wow. nice setup. Yeah. And I've got a decent setup here. It's like, I got a compressor and a preamp and a microphone and all that good shit. So I'm supposed to sound good. He had the exact same shit and sounded worse than most of our callers. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I have to try it out. I mean, I've got the setup that I've got actually has a, a port for cell phones. So you can make phone calls out and, and oh, receive cool. phone calls in to do it like live and mix it all together. Right. But, uh, I'll have to look and see how all that dances with this. But our, my oh. podcast, we're just, like I say, we just do, we just talk about whatever the hell happens to pique our interest, which seems to be a lot of like what this is. Um, yeah. just sort of talking about whatever comes up, but we've had podcasts where we talked about adversity. Um, I interviewed a, uh, Olympic silver medalist, John Horton, who, uh, won the silver in the Olympics in China in, oh, cool. uh, uh, gymnastics. And then uh, we talked about his, about his past and about the adversity and stuff that he had to overcome in order to get to the Olympics. Uh, uh, then we've had podcasts. We talked to interviewed a guy about uh, that runs uh, safaris in Africa. Learned a whole lot about how safaris work and hunting and all that kind of shit in Africa. Um, 
then we made the the fatal mistake of bringing our wives in one day for a men versus women one, which was which is, my wife in the background just said "fuck you." So <laughs> it was actually it was actually a pretty decent podcast. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I had actually came on to the OG beforehand and asked people for their suggestions of you know what uh, what they think is important in a woman, and of course the number one answer was my cock, but. <laughs> so so we went through we went through that I, and i read off the answers that people had given us including my cock and so the women were really impressed with uh, the maturity of level of the og uh, yeah. <laughs> of course hey sly dog we got we got sly dog calling calling in hey i just did the floor for one for one second <laughs> oh, well, hey what's up Popeye? your seconds up god damn it <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's up <laughs> I called in and wanted to let you know we're doing a we're doing a fight companion this weekend. You should call in and you know be a part of it with us. Well, shoot me the info for it and and I'll call in. I'd love to hear myself talk. So, uh, <laughs> just look here Saturday. Uh, probably, what do you think, Clarence? About seven o'clock, six o'clock, Eastern. Well, please wait till seven. <laughs> seven seven o'clock Eastern. Yes, Eastern. So six o'clock my time, and that's when? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Be, tomorrow. You know, yeah, there'll, there'll be about eight of us at least, maybe more, and we watch the UFC or the fights and talk about that and a lot of other stuff. Well, what are you going to name the too. podcast so you can find it? Yeah, he said, just well, look here. Like I just I'm, randomly I'm look around. Hosting it. Probably. Well, what's it going to be called when I go to podcast? How am I going to find it? Sly dog. If someone Slide doesn't dog. give me a name, I'll, I'll name it Sly Dog's Fight Companion. There you go. There you go. You, nice. You've got a name for it. Now, that, you heard that. I mean, it's a little have... narcissistic, but you go ahead and do you do you, bro. <laughs> well, it's just easier to find. <laughs> right, right. Well, okay, you guys heard it here. After you're done listening to the other ground live tomorrow, uh, make sure to tune in to Sly Dog's Fight Companion, uh, starting promptly at seven o'clock. Jay, I wish you didn't have to work. You know, I, I missed yeah. you. Those you were a lot of fun. Oh, dude, I, I'm looking forward to getting back to him. But you know, uh, in December when I'm laid off again, yeah, you know, just that three that three a.m. wake up call is just a little too rough for me, sir. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> fail. See you guys. All right, have All right a good later. Yeah, we, yeah, I'm gonna. We, we, Yes, go ahead, I'll try. I'll try and call in for that. I'm, I've got uh, I got a biker thing going on tomorrow, and then hopefully I'll be back and get to live, have a little bit of time for it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun to do. I was doing it with him uh, back in uh, when we first started the uh, um, podcast in like March, April, and May. I didn't go back to fucking work until the goddamn June. Um, so, but so that for all those months off, uh, you know, I'd stay up and watch the fight companions. Uh, I'll be warning you though, dude, they, they stay up for the entire thing. We're talking like seven hour fucking podcasts. Yeah. I, I won't be on for that long. Cause then I got another thing going on in the evening, Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll drop in for a little while and I'll do like everyone else and just, you know, yell, quit hugging him. You fag, get up off the ground. <laughs> God, it's been a been a while to since I was at a USC viewing party where I heard that. That used to be pretty yeah. fucking common, especially well, back that. That and I don't know why he didn't just get up. Well, let me show you why he doesn't just get up, jackass. Yeah, why did he just get up? Push him <laughs> off him. He just he should just be put. Why doesn't he use his leg to push him off him? <laughs> like yeah, yeah. stupidity that comes in. 
Yeah. Well, you know, God, I would, I got to the point where I wouldn't stop going to those BW threes to watch UFC events. Like if I couldn't afford to pay for it or, and I didn't have a friend that was watching it, I just didn't do it anymore because those really weren't worth watching that when you're out with that kind of place. Yeah, we did. We, we go to, we go there from time to time and then do like a, that ultimate blazing wing challenge. So you pick who you think is going to win. And if you lose, you got to eat one of them blazing hot wings. <laughs> oh, and you have like the uh, screaming shits the next two days. <laughs> yeah, I will go ahead and pass on that. I have uh, pretty severe stomach issues. I'm not going to play that game at all. <laughs> Dude, I, I tried to, I tried a Reaper the other day, the Reaper, Carolina Reaper pepper. Oh yeah, so yeah. I, I cut a little piece off, just a little tiny piece, and then man, oh, that was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. And then yeah, I didn't I, have I, any milk to drink, so I had like heavy whipping cream. You ever drink heavy whipping cream? No, uh-uh. don't. Okay. <laughs> don't. Not that's absolute. Good, huh? That's absolute shit. Yeah, I uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, a, a guy in the OG that was big in the food, and uh, he grew some Carolina pr- uh, peppers, and he sent me a couple of them. Uh, and I tried just like one little t- tiny taste of it. I'm like, oh fuck, no, hell no. Yeah, Rainer, you make your own ice cream with heavy whipping cream. Have you ever just drank the heavy whipping cream on its own, without like mixing it with anything? Let's see how long it takes him to tap. No, see, well, do it. Go ahead, I dare you. Just take you a big gulp of that. <laughs> oh, is it? I don't know. It, it sounds like it'd be good. I like whipping cream. Heavy whipping cream just sounds yeah. like it'd be really filling. Yeah, no, it's just, it's horrible. It tastes almost kind of like sour milk. It's really thick and it's just not, not good at all. Oh. Don't do it unless you have to. And that was all I had. I had the choice between that and cream cheese. I should have like half a thing of fucking Philadelphia cream cheese in my mouth trying to kill the heat, but that wasn't working out very well either. Wow. My wife just sat and laughed at me the entire time while I was sweating. And my butthole was bleeding. I don't know. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> God, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I can't eat any of that stuff anymore. I used to love spicy foods, uh, but now with my uh, IBS issues, I can't. That dude, fucking, oh my god, it would wreck me for a week. That's and that's what the. That'd be fun to watch, it. though. Oh god, no, no, it wouldn't. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to change, cut back, change my diet a little bit, and cut back on uh, some things even since I started the IBS diet. Uh, like I, I was eating uh, like a lot of a food product called Huel, which is like powdered powdered food. Uh, but a, well, that a sounds ago, horrible. It, it is. Who came horrible. up with that fucking idea? Uh, well, it is horrible, but it's an easy way to get calories in, and it's fairly healthy. It's like uh, supposedly nutritionally balanced and all that good shit. Um, but with Can my IBS, <laughs> no, you, you just mix it in water and drink it, and it doesn't taste very good. But I, but I was literally, literally doing three thousand calories a day with that Huel, and then like whatever else I could eat, like uh, at lunch, so a couple uh, hamburgers or a couple chicken sandwiches. I was trying to get a lot of calories in me because I'm trying to gain weight. Uh, but my body, I don't think it just couldn't handle it. It was too much Huel. Uh, the thing is, Huel's got a lot of fiber in it. And there's, it ended up making me so fucking gassy that my wife was seriously considering divorcing me. She's like, you need to change your diet. I can't handle any more of this. And it was, it was just the gas, right? That's, that's what you're blaming it on. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no other that's, reason. That's, the, just, that's yeah. the route we're taking. It's just, just happened to do be with the gas. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, but you know, dude, dude, I mean it, seriously, it was really fucking bad. And uh, last, uh, since I've cut back on the Huel, uh, cut it down to 2000 calories instead of 3000 calories, it seemed to have gone away for the most part. Uh, but, uh, this is how bad it is. You ever seen those like, uh, insulated door, uh, Openings. I can't think of anything else to call them. It's a piece of plastic that hangs in a door. It's got a little magnet strip in it, and it's a 
thick piece of plastic is to keep the air conditioning in yeah, the room. Yeah, 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 like they have a deep freezers and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had she put one of those on her, the uh, door to her bedroom recently, so at least the farts couldn't get in there. On the door to her bedroom? Yes, yeah, oh, we have separate bedrooms. And you still think it's just the farts? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we, the, that that was that we've been we did that like a year or two ago. And God, it was the best thing we ever did. I don't like sleeping with other people, anyways. Uh, and turns out she was not a big fan of sleeping with me because I toss and turn a lot, and you know, and I'm a big person. So despite the fact that we have a king size bed, you know, uh, there really wasn't enough room for both of us. So she was, you know, uh, she put up with it. We, we slept uh, in the same bed for the first year or so that we were married. Then after that, we decided that we have two bedrooms and we should definitely put full use to both of them. Wait a minute. You're six, nine. Uh, that's a little exaggeration. I think I'm six, seven. Uh, Sly dog thinks I'm actually taller than that. Uh, like six, eight or six. Nine. He's met me before. <laughs> you, yeah. you think you never, you never, you never thought, Hey, you know what? I can get a fucking tape measure and figure it out for sure. Uh, I'm not that worried about it. I'm six, seven. <laughs> I'm six, seven ish. <laughs> See, it's people like you that the reason that I'm under six foot tall, you're all overdrawn at the height bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's completely wasted on me. I don't play basketball. I mean, seriously speaking, unless you prefer play a, a professional sport like basketball, the only thing tall's really good for is like reaching the top shelf at the grocery store and, and seeing like the stage at concerts. Uh, other than that, it's mostly just uh, a life of hitting your head on things and having clothes not fit. Damn. Yeah. I had a student that was uh six, eight, three fifteen. Oof. That was fun. God damn. That's a big dude. You know, the six, eight part doesn't impress me, but, uh, but the, the three fifteen does, uh, my dad yeah. was six, nine. That's God. That's pretty much my dad's size. My dad was six, nine and weighed like three ten uh, before he, uh, at, at his prime before he got sick and lost most of his weight. But he was a very yeah. large fellow, obviously. Yeah. This is, this is why my body is all broken and sore all the time. So I'm five foot seven. <laughs> oh, that's that makes it a little bit hard to deal with, I assume, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, five seven, one sixty, and at one time, like most of my student, most of my jujitsu students were over six foot and in the two sixty plus range. Oh, Jesus, that's a lot of weight to be thrown around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not fucking kidding. It's a whole bunch. Oh, I see somebody mentioned Ferox. I missed that dude. Sick bastard. <laughs> yeah, there's pretty a pretty much rotating cast of characters on the OG for a while. Um, I haven't been there as long as a lot of you guys. I didn't uh, join the OG until like 2012. Uh, and unlike a lot of people, I didn't. I don't claim to be a lurker. Oh, I, dude, I joined in 2012, but I was a lurker for way longer than that. I had no clue who the fuck you people were until 2012. Yeah, I was like, I first got on, I was a white belt. It would have been 1998, somewhere yeah, around that, there, 99, 99 maybe. And uh, it was a whole different world back then. I was like... Uh, I don't get my I don't get my due credit. I was one of the first people to ever homo shop a professional fighter. <laughs> Which one did you do? Elvis. Oh, Elvis Sinoski, Snicky, whatever. Yeah, the fuck yeah. When he when he fought in the UFC the first time, he had posted a bunch of pictures of his uh, uh, his trip to to Vegas, and then I just photoshopped him with a bunch of fat chicks and a bunch of other shit. So it was pretty fun. And then everybody's like, I can't believe you did that to a pro fighter, man. I'm like, what the hell? He's in fucking Australia. What's he going to do? Fly out of here, kick my ass for, you know, he, he seemed to like it. So <laughs> yeah, this isn't, this isn't Jay and Bob, silent Bob. People don't actually fly around kicking people's asses on a regular basis. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Elvis was laughing at most of them anyway. So it was, it was pretty funny stuff. Yeah. You don't really see that many fighters on there anymore. Uh, 
I can only think of like maybe a half a dozen that post there even semi-actively. Yeah, that's that's because people talk so much shit they just got tired of hearing it. I mean, at yeah, one I time Tito Tito was on there all the time. You had Rogan, of course, was on there all the time. A bunch of people were on there all the time. You know what? Uh, I think part of it is I'm I'm assuming part of it is the fact that people are shitty on the forum. Hold on a second. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but I think. Uh, and this is just my opinion. I think Twitter has a lot to do with the death of forums in general, uh, as far as celebrities. Uh, because before I was on the uh, OG forum, I was on a forum uh, for a celebrity, Kevin Smith. It was his own forum. He's, he was old school like you guys, where he started himself as a message board back in like the 90s. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't very big. It you know probably had a, like a, a couple, maybe uh, 500 or 1,000 people that uh, posted on it on a regular type of basis maybe not even that much, but he posted on it himself and his wife and like Jason Muse would occasionally. And I never really talked to him that much because by the time I got there, he was already starting to move away from, uh, uh, forums. I want, so this is, I want to say, um, 2008, 2009, somewhere around there. Cause he discovered this new, uh, medium called Twitter, which made it a lot easier for him to instantly get in contact with his fans and interact with them as opposed to a message board. So when the day I joined, he'd already stopped coming to the forum quite a bit. Uh, it lasted for another two or three years uh, because his wife was a fan of it. So he kept it open mostly for that. And the point I'm trying to make of all this is I think that's why a lot of the fighters aren't on the OG UG anymore. It's because with the rise of Twitter, they can interact with fans there and they don't really need a, a message board forum type thing to do it. Yeah, it was it was so much I don't know. To me, the, a lot of it is a nostalgia bullshit, right? But it, it was there was a lot of fun that used to take place when it was submissionfighter.com before it became MMA.tv and then mixedmartialarts.com or whatever the hell it is now. Um, it was so interesting in the beginning because it was all one group. And so everything was in the underground, right? And then later it split to, to add the other ground and, and you started having the, the wars between the two, between the underground and other ground. And, uh, and then it was wars between, it was, it was us versus sure dog. And it was us versus, uh, whatever other fight sport, I think was one that came up for a while. A bunch of guys got pissed off with, with, uh, MMA.TV. And so they started fight sports. So it was, a, it was a lot of fun trolling each other back and forth back then. Yeah, yeah, and I've heard a lot of stories about that. Um, and uh, yeah, and just I honestly, it might be nostalgia like you were talking about, but I think of the entire like call it 1999 to 2005, 2006, a really fun era of the internet because it, it wasn't like how it is now, it was all fresh and new, so to speak, and all these different things were going on, and all these different you know forums and and things were starting to happen. <clears throat> now the internet seems like a completely different kind of place now. Yeah, it was, it was the, when I first got, so here I am, people be like, okay, boomer alert. I'm not a boomer, I'm a Gen X motherfucker. But <laughs> when I first got on, when I first got on the internet, there was, there was no HTML. You didn't have web pages. Everything was, was basically FTP sites to download documents and you had chat rooms. So you had I, what they called IRC chat. And, uh, that was the big thing back then is you got into these, these chat rooms and there's, they had news groups that were similar to what like a forum would be today, but not quite as, not quite as interactive. Right. So you would post, you would post to it and then it might take two or three days before anybody ever got around to, to actually paying attention to it. But there used to be one called alt.flame, uh, 
And the whole purpose of it was to go in and insult each other, right? There's, that's all it was. Some of the best damn insults I've ever seen. And I've said some things in there that if it was ever dug up, I would never be able to run for politics if they were able, able to find some of the shit I posted back then. But it was the, it was the, the purpose of the group. So it wasn't just, you know, oh, someone's trolling and, and, uh, and hiding behind the keyboard. In this case, everybody was, you came there with the express intent of talking shit. Right, right, exactly. So that was the point. Yeah, um, I didn't. That's a little bit before my time. I didn't get a internet uh, ready computer and a and a connection to the internet until about two thousand one. I want to say I got my first computer because I wanted to play EverQuest. Uh, so, and and I'd had computers before that, but not real computers. I had like a Commodore sixty four. Um, right, which is which is cool. It's so a you, badass. You were game, peeking, peeking and poking shit. Right, exactly. Yeah, and two thousand, two thousand one, somewhere around there, I got the, I got it for EverQuest, and I've been connected to the internet ever since. So it's been twenty years uh, of of Internet J, and I'm pretty happy with it. I can't imagine what life would be like without the internet. Now it'd suck. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and it, it, the great thing about it is it's made us all experts in everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, jokingly I'm, speaking, but it's actually true. All you, you can learn anything you want. Your only limitation is you now. I'm pretty sure I could do brain surgery. I just need to Wikipedia it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who's mechanically. If, not, if nothing else, I can sure as hell argue with you about how it's supposed to be done. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're not doing that right. <laughs> I saw a YouTube <laughs> exactly. thing on this. Um, I have a friend who's mechanically inclined and there's nothing he won't fucking touch now. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, um, he goes around. One of his hobbies is just buying broke shit <laughs> to, you know, to go bring it home, YouTube, how to fix it and fix it and then sell it. Uh, and he, yeah. And, he makes decent money at that. Just fucking, you know, I'm like, and it's ridiculous because the people that are selling him the items probably have the internet. So, so yeah. uh, it's for but anyone you know, that's, who's not afraid of trying to take shit apart. It's, it's fucking the golden age. That's the thing though. So like I, I went to, uh, I went to trade school. I went to uh, like basically ITT was actually uh, a different, different company, but kind of the same thing. Learned computer technology and shit way back in what was it 1990 i think 91 mm -hmm. so i came out i came out of school and i was getting paid 75 bucks an hour to install software which was it just stick in a disc stick a disc in and wait for it to tell you to stick the next stupid disc in and you would spend an hour and a half sticking discs in and charge them for i gotta make sure i say that right sticking discs in and then charge them you know a three hour minimum and they could have done that shit themselves but people don't pay you for what for you know for what you know they pay you for what they don't know right right exactly it's uh so many things that are you know, way easier than you think they are once you learn the way, proper way to do it right now it's just a push button now you don't need somebody to come install your your stuff you just go oh i want that install Oh, I know. It's so hard to keep up with fucking everything now. Um, I used to consider myself fairly knowledgeable about computers and technology and shit like that. Uh, and now would I, I would still try to put a computer together myself. Uh, that'd be about the limit of my technological abilities. I can still do that. But the software has gotten so complex. Fucking, you know, I can't touch none of that shit anymore. Um, I'm still I'm right back at the consumer level where you know, uh, it just hit a button to install it. Yeah, exactly. See, the just are saying the same thing. He, he learned that the first day of his IT day. I mean, when you when you work in IT, first of all, you have to develop some sort of patience to deal with people who say really stupid and ignorant shit 
and because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't know how many times I had people call, um, the computer screen is blank. Okay, well, have you reset the, the computer? Oh, yeah, I reset it twice. I just reset it again. It's still blank. And then you find out that they're just turning the screen on and off. They haven't even actually turned the computer on. They've just turned the screen on and right, off. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, you had the desktop unit, and then you had a separate screen, and to them, that was the computer, right? Just turn the right. TV on and off. No, that's right. not it. That's not how it works, asshole. Your first clue being that it took them two seconds to turn it on and off. It's like, no, it takes a little bit longer than that. You're doing something wrong. Yeah, exactly. And then you would always have one guy in the office who's the computer expert who actually doesn't know shit. But he knows just enough more than the, everyone else in the office, so he's the guy they turn to for answers, and he screws everything up. <laughs> yeah um i do i've done customer service for a lot in my life so i can feel for you on the uh, generalities if not the specifics um yeah i've always tried to be, be at least up on computers enough that i'm not a burn a burden anyways yeah she see shit house that you're taking calls from my dad dude i spent like um three and a half hours trying to help my mom set up a fire stick and get the apps loaded on it the other day over the phone. I got my phone in my hand on video. I'm like, look, do you see this on the screen? Click on this. <laughs> Dude, I took it a step farther. Uh, well, my parents have both passed away, but before they did, they, they owned a computer or two and I got so fucking tired of explaining to them how everything works over and over and over again that I, that I'm that when they needed more, uh, a new computer, I made them buy iPads. I was like, no, I was like, you, you, I goes, you guys shouldn't be on a regular desktop computer. You guys should be on an iPad. That's your fucking speed. <laughs> you know, iPads are fucking idiot proof. Yeah. Hey, we used to, see, so you talk about idiot. We used to go out, we'd do a field call or something. And if it was something really stupid, we put it down as an ID 10 T problem, <laughs> which if you write that out, ID 10 T spells idiot. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just put, put that down or they'd be like, you know, so what was wrong with it? I had to loosen up behind the keyboard. Yeah, it's operating error, operator error. Yeah. <laughs> and never say that because then they get mad because they're never wrong. But you just right. turn it into something else that actually says the same thing, but they don't understand what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> hey, Sly, you called back. What can we do for you, sir? All right. It, it occurred to me, you know, listening to an old schooler talk when Popeye was talking about, like, some of the old Romo shops and stuff like that and reading some of the comments in the chat. When you agreed to do this, I kind of envisioned all the old schoolers would come out and start talking about things that that may have been that, that are worth mentioning. So I, I got a story I'm going to share. Okay, cool. I have a lot of these. Okay, some of them, you know, just seemed really funny at the time. And you got to remember, we were kids back then. You know, this I wasn't. Was, I was still fucking old. Okay, <laughs> well, I was a kid back then, and. and <laughs> You know, looking back, okay, here's one thing I'm, I, me and one other guy are responsible for. We were on the internet, and and you know what? Just so that to protect my anonymity, I'm just I'm not even going to name websites, but you guys already know which ones I'm going to be Hub. talking about. Uh, no, <laughs> MMA. You know, so we were we were on there impostering Robert Ferguson, talking a whole bunch of trash about uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Rodrigo Gracie. They had mm -hmm. that. They had the North American Grappling Association fight, super fight coming up, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, we were just, you know, over the top, and we worked as a tandem, just, you know, trolling it really good. Well, the, the grappling match happened, and if anybody remembers, Rodrigo did not let go of him when he was choking him. He was like angry, 
So both both teams erupt and they almost get into a huge brawl and there's all this pushing and shoving going on and then uh, Rodrigo said live, I held that choke extra long because he was talking a bunch of trash about me over the internet. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. you try to get somebody killed. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't think of consequences when you're a kid. So anyway, I was looking at the fight on YouTube because I hadn't seen it in so many years. And in the comments, they were talking about, you know, all the trash he talked before the fight. That guy didn't say a word. That was me. <laughs> it's, it's the power of the internet. Poor guy. Yeah. Like, Why is he so angry with me? It's just a fu- it's just a match. It's supposed to be a sport. There so was there was always so much fun stuff that that used to take place. And I mean, like, do you do you do you remember the? Uh, I don't know when you when when you got on, but so like uh, I had one thread that I trolled the uh, trolled him with for a while. Was uh, I got in a fight at Kung Fu school? And so I had this whole story about about going to uh, a kung fu school and getting in a fight with a woman at the kung fu school and kicking her ass. <laughs> and so people were getting so pissed off. They were like, how could you do this? Just she was a girl and this and that and the other. And I'm like, no, no, I went in there. I taught them a lesson. And then, of course, the biggest one probably was me and Tex BP with the argument over the sailor hat that we turned into a fight. So we had we we worked up the whole forum for probably a good week, back and forth, talking shit to each other. Me challenging him, well, why don't you just come out to my school then? And him, I'm coming to your school. I'm gonna kick your fucking ass and this and that and the other. Nobody knew that we knew each other. We're best friends, and uh, <laughs> we kept this going for almost a week. And so finally, it came the big day. He was gonna come to the school, and he was coming out. And everybody, you got a video? You got a video? So we put together a video. And it was, it was this Popeye's fight video, right? Where it's got him coming up. I'm here to teach Popeye a lesson. He comes inside the school. I'm like, he's like, I'm looking for Popeye. And that's me, motherfucker here, sign the waiver. So he signs the waiver, comes out on the mat. And we do this whole fake fight. And then at the end, I blast him with a power, like a, a fucking anime power ball. <laughs> so just like, oh, boom. And I blow him back across the mat. And then we're like, you know, fuck the OG. And we had the all these different signs up and stuff. And there were so many people like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I thought this was real. I was I was really watching this fight go down. You son of a bitches, you got us all. Probably had, uh, I don't know, like over a thousand posts on that thing. And it was just a great big troll job. Oh, that's fucking awesome. And then I'll everybody post, wondered. I'll have to post that video again. Do what? Yeah, you need to. Yeah, that's you need to, awesome. you need to. You need to bump that. And yeah. Or repost it or bump it for, for old nostalgia purposes. And then yeah. pe- people wonder why I thought Icy Mike's fight against Ninja Ron was a sham. Because it's the first real one that ever happened with all that shit talking all those years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think, uh, was it really the first one? Because didn't, uh, what about the Foot Locker? Or who, there was somebody fucking, I can't remember who it was that, damn, I can't remember his name now. There was another guy that talked a whole bunch of shit, and I think somebody showed up at his gym and beat his ass. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It's uh, the OG UG has a really weird web uh, site compared to a lot of them. You know, most forums you can tell what type of people you're dealing with pretty easy. Uh, the OG you need to be careful because it's a very it's a mix of basement dwellers and people that can fucking kill you. Yeah, it was, it was, so to get an idea how long ago or how much things changed. So when I got on, like I said, I was a white belt and I remember going on and posting about getting my blue belt and how big of a deal that was. 
Now, this is not to take away from people who've just started in jujitsu and they just got their blue belt and they're super excited, but it was a big deal then, not because, hey, I got promoted to blue belt, but because there just wasn't that many of them, right? Especially in, in Texas where I'm at, at that time, we had one black belt in the entire state. Carlos Machado was the only black belt in the entire state and blue belts were running schools back then. Mm. So when you got your blue belt, it was a like, holy shit. Wow, man, you got your blue belt. You can kill anyone now. Except for, you know, <laughs> Hickson by armbar first round. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. I remember yeah. I remember those days for sure. You know, I remember Jeremy Horn was training and uh, apparently, you know how when you're rolling, you're practicing, you're training, you know, you, you take a lot of chances. Anyway, he kept getting tapped, but you kind of, to me, that's that should happen if you're training for a fight. So anyway, a couple of the guys that were present in that class were, they went straight to the internet. You know, Jeremy Horn is so overrated, he got tapped by blue belts. And yeah. Was, I'm looking at that and I'm like, what is this? Do you even know anything? Yeah, exactly. It was it was, it was crazy yeah. shit. It was I remember cring, we went, cringeworthy, cringeworthy. I just couldn't believe, and and they were. It was just they were hell bent, you know, about it because a blue belt tapped him in training. I remember the first. The other thing he tells you how different things were. The first UFC I ever went to was in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and it was uh, it was the one where uh, Kevin Randleman was supposed to be fighting Pedro Izzo for the title. But Randleman slipped and fell in behind stage and, and knocked oh, himself yeah. out, got a, con- got a concussion. But that UFC, we were all staying at the same hotel. So all the fighters, the fans, most of the fans and stuff that were there, we were staying at the same hotel in Lake Charles, which was a, a comfort inn and suites. And so we're hanging out in the lobby of the hotel with Tito and uh, Frank Shamrock um, with... Uh, Shit, who else was there? Man, everybody was there. Um, Guy, I mean, Dan Severin was there. Boss Rutten was there. All these people, they're all staying in the same hotel. And we're all hanging out in the lobby just bullshitting. That's how approachable the, the fighters were at that time because nobody really knew who the fuck they were. If you weren't a fan of MMA, you had no idea who these guys were. Very true. Right? Dave Manet is there, all these DVP. And so we go to the fights and... We actually ended up, a friend of mine had, a, had this big-ass camera, and uh, they thought he was with the press. So we were right up by the side of the cage during the entire UFC, watching all the fights and shit like that. Nice. Funniest thing to me is Randleman getting a concussion backstage because he had went in. There was a guy that used to do um, interviews. He did, like, internet interviews and stuff for all the fighters, and I can't remember his name. It was Fat Old Dude. But anyways, he was doing interviews at the hotel, and Randleman walks up to the table. And so imagine those, those high school cafeteria tables. And Randleman walks up to the front of that table and from a standing position jumps over the table. Right? Yeah. That's what kind of, I mean, vertical leap that this dude just from standing. He didn't take a running start or anything from standing right in front of the table. He jumped all the way over the table. And then this motherfucker can't walk across backstage without slipping and busting his fucking head. <laughs> I can believe it. I've yeah. seen a picture. Like I remember a picture of him like jumping uh, in, in the ring after a fight or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I he could jump about as high as there. the fucking uh, the fence. Yeah, and, and impressive. Huh? 
we got ready we got ready to leave after the fights that so that night the, the other thing is the after party for the fights they're like hey um if y'all want to go to the after party we're going to be meeting at this casino across which is basically across the street from the hotel it wasn't even a big casino right it was like it was like a restaurant with some slot machines <laughs> and uh they were like we'll be meeting at this point and so the it was just an open invite for anybody who wanted to show up to the after party so you're hanging around at the bar swapping bullshit stories with with dan severin and watching boss root and get shit face drunk and then he puked in the in the shuttle bus on the way back over to the hotel it was awesome <laughs> yeah, but those were days. those were those days are you know those days are gone forever right you're never gonna have anything like that now because these guys now are are basically superstars yeah, yeah. I, I was at a, a smaller show one time. Actually, it wasn't small. It, it was big on TV, but it was just a small venue. And Jose Pelilandi got ditched. So I had to give, you know, I, I took him. I says, hey, man, I know where to go and everything. You can come with me. And he lost his fight, so he was, like, really down in the dumps. And then uh, we met up with everybody else out after the, after the event. So he lost his fight and his friends left him there. Oh, God. I imagine he was down there. Oh, he dumps. No, I'm saying everybody. That's, everybody that's when you know who your boys are. Yeah. yeah, he got ditched. He got ditched. And, like, I, I, I had a late start because I think maybe I wanted a pre drink. I don't remember. But so, yeah, I, I hooked him up. That's fucking funny. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah I, I, you're I, right. Uh, he, slipped, he slipped on pipes, I was, supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. That was that, and I will say this though: it was wet. The floors were wet back because the arena they had it in was an ice, an ice skating, ice hockey thing or something that they had. Uh, they put flooring and stuff over the top of to put it in there, so it was wet there. That was also when Tito first started pushing punishment gear. He was there handing out punishment gear, trying to get people to to buy his T-shirts and shit. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's that's so I posted really much anymore. On the on the other ground live thread on the on the forum, I put the link for the the fight that I, the fight video I was talking of. It's somebody will also have to make it an actual link because I still ain't figured out how to fucking do that shit on this new setup. New. Uh, one of the guys will do it. Yeah, you're right. All these years, you think it'd be easy, it still isn't. <laughs> it used to be. It used to be easy in the old days when you didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> and everybody could do it and then they changed it that was the, that was the other thing i don't know if you remember the blue the blue namer versus mud namer wars yeah so that was when they first started doing so when they first started doing pay subscriptions on the underground um if you didn't have one if you had one and your name was in blue and if you didn't have one your name was in black so if your name was in black you were a mud namer and yeah. then if you were if it was in blue you were the the elites and so there was all kinds of there was so many homo shops and stuff that were made up making fun of mud namers asking someone to to please do html for them <laughs> <laughs> yeah they uh yeah they changed it quite a bit you can do mo almost anything uh, a blue can is a mud namer now and they yeah. reduced the, like the blue pr uh, blue price to like twelve dollars a year. I think it's like a dollar a month now. Um, yeah, I still I don't pay for I don't pay for it regardless. If someone keeps on buying me a blue. I don't know who. Yeah, I used to I used to pay for it, and then I and then I just stopped because I just haven't I haven't really been that active on it for man the last couple of years. I've just been so busy. I used to have, I used to have a desk job, so I sit at my desk and do nothing all day but surf the OG. But right, sorry, that's what I got going on. <laughs> <laughs> Hey yeah. Jay, is, is Homeboy eighty eight in here? Because I I see his name and then I also see him coming and going. 
I saw him earlier. He hasn't called in or anything like that. So uh, apparently he's just listening to the show. Occasionally he does that. <laughs> he maybe he's he's really busy at work or something like that. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the show that much, Popeye, but we have a guy that calls in while he's working, I think, at UPS, um, which is always for a fun phone call because he's really great. He's fucking funny as fuck and does a lot of good impersonations, but he also sounds like he's fucking delivering fucking packages while he's doing the show. The doors are closed. I thought about that. I wonder if that's just part of his gig and he's doing that, if he's really no, not working. No, I don't think so. Uh, I think he's actually working. Yeah, so you'll hear doors and open close. You'll hear like traffic. You occasionally hear him talking to a customer because so, he he'll he'll take his phone with him and while he's like walking up there, he's doing his bits and shit. He'll be like, "Oh, hold on a second, I'll be quiet." And he and he's forgotten to a couple times. He does a really good uh, Michael Jackson impersonation, and he's actually like, caught himself going "Come on!" while he's like on someone's porch <laughs> delivering their shit, which must be pretty funny from the other side of uh, view. <laughs> Did that so, UPS yeah. just go on with <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like grabbing his grabbing his nutsack. Jehovah Witness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he calls in quite a bit. He's a good guy, uh, but unfortunately, he's working, so you know he can only do so much. Um, yeah, this was a cool show because I haven't talked about old school stuff, but hopefully, we didn't scare away all the non MMA people that listen to the show. Just, yeah, you know, you know. they got they got to deal with this once in a while. Right, right, exactly. Well, I mean, the, so that was the thing, too, though, back then. It, it was, it's, the OG has never been, you know, that's why they split it to the underground and the, and the other ground. Because the other ground, I remember, I love the old, if you remember the old graphic for the underground, had uh, Einstein's head coming out of a toilet. Yeah. And it had all this different shit. And I made a T-shirt. I made a couple of T-shirts one time before OG T-shirts that had just a shit ton of OG sayings, high KKM, you know, all this, all this different crap on there. Which does anybody even do high KKM anymore? Yeah, they do. As soon as you had a new account, you were KKM automatically. You know what happens when you speak yeah. of someone's name? They fucking appear. What's going on, homeboy eighty eight? What's up, motherfucker? Hey, homeboy. What part of town were you born in? <laughs> uh, cutting it out. Uh, let's better. get ready to mumble. <laughs> uh oh, did we lose him again already? Uh, hey, what's going on, homeboy? How you doing, man? Because you're six foot nine and. Uh, I was born in East LA. I don't belong here in downtown TJ. Anyways, uh, what's up, guys? Oh, the what's other up, girl was fucking <laughs> alive and kicked. Oh, your connection's horrible today, man. And you also saw like Early, this this vato's turn to talk to us in a soup can, man. <laughs> his his phone was given to him by fucking Goya. <laughs> It's <laughs> good to know, man. So you Come on, homeboy. What are they What are you doing, man? Come on. I think he dropped his phone in the toilet. <laughs> so, so, how you been, sir? <laughs> I've been good, man. You know, I sit it down, running with the homies. 
And the other day, right, we were going to the town and we're in the lowrider, man. We got to sit the CPEC way down, man. And I'm just kind of hanging out and I'm smoking a doobie, right? Because that's what I do. And I'm just cruising and the chicks are, I'm going by and like, hey, baby, how you doing? You want to ride with me? I got my love machine. And then they're like, no. I said, we don't fuck with you fucking vatos no more, man, because Trump said you got to go. And I'm like, man, I got, I got papers. And they're like, you know, but yeah, the fucking Chronicle doesn't count, man. It's just because they dropped them on your doorstep. That's, you don't get to stay. And so I like pissed off, right? So I fucking go down to the, to the, uh, what is the place, man, where you go for you, you get the paperwork, man? Um, what do you call that place? The, uh, um, immigration? Yeah. 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 That's right, man. The, the irrigation. So I go to the irrigation's office. And I asked them, man, I'm like, hey, I need to get uh, papers, right? So I can stay here. And they're like, well, how long you been in the country? I'm like, man, I've been here for you know, my whole life, man. I come here when I was just a little kid. And they're like, so well, then maybe you are a dreamer. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a dreamer. You know, I want to be bigger and I want to have lots of uh, you know, popularities and shit like that. And they're like, no, no, no. You're like a DACA dreamer. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you mean, DACA dreamer, man. I just need some papers so I can fucking stay here so Trump won't send me away. And then I can get the bitches. And, and then they put me in a cage. The motherfuckers. That's horrible, man. Far out, man. How did you escape? I didn't escape, man. I'm still there. I'm using an Obama phone. <laughs> one of my one of my homies smuggled. It's like a flip phone, man. You know, it's the, the little flip phone. But because those are all you can get from the Obama thing is just a little flip phone. And one of my one of my oh, asses chewing, he, he smuggled it in in his asshole. I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> the whole phone smells like beans, though. <laughs> beans and rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? We are over on the show. But I'm sure it's fucking not hanging up now, dude. <laughs> Wait, hey, let me cross the street okay. and say this. We're listening. Can yeah. it, can you guys hear me now? Oh yeah. You're breaking up a little bit. But we still got you though. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, you sound like okay. Max Hedlund. Yeah. Enough with the stereotypes. Oh, oh there he goes. He's been deported. Your phone's been deported, is he? Enough with the stereotypes, bro. Hey, don't worry. Somebody will marry you and make you a citizen. <laughs> I will whoop your ass, bro. Then you can get a real phone, man. What are you using? Cricket or something? <laughs> <laughs> hello, what a, hello. What a, what a, hey, wait. Is what this a, you? This is me. Is this you? <laughs> Your phone smells like beans. <laughs> Your mama smells like tortillas. Corn tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, now, homeboy, what were you saying? Yes, I can. Homeboy, you have the floor. Yes, you have the floor. Can you yes, hear sir. me now? Hurry up, man. Your nickel's going to run out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
the, the cells, the reception sucks down on TJ. I'm in the worst spot of all time. I can't speak. Are you with TJ? <laughs> oh, he's got customers by him or something. <laughs> this dude's got to be dying wanting to lash out and say something, but he can't. Oh, my throat hurt. God damn it, dude. It's okay, homie. I love you, man. La raza forever. <laughs> I'm going to call you little puppet. You know, like in the movie, American Me? <laughs> okay, guys. All right, I hate to say it, but I think it's uh, I think it's about uh, time to call it a show before I fucking die over here. Uh, Popeye, you call in any goddamn time you want, sir. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. You have a good one. Homeboy, I'm sorry your reception was so fucking bad. Obviously, you call it whatever you like. Sly, it was such a good idea to have a, a Popeye on the show. I thank you for suggesting it. <laughs> all right, well, that's about it. We're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We're going to do the shit all over again. You guys are all more than welcome to stop in and listen again. Uh, until then, uh, I'm Passive J, and that was fucking The Other Ground Live. You guys have a great night. Good night. Data for you.